0: Remember last week when we complained about TV shows for a very long time? Yeah. You know how we always complain about, well, I always complain about Marvel stuff? Also, yeah. I watched Moon Knight today. You loved it. Pretty good. (laughs) Wasn't that upset with it?
1: Yeah. I'd be vaguely interested in it. I know little about the character, but what I have heard intrigues me. I've also heard people talking about it being a quote-unquote mess that doesn't scare me though things being messy it kind of is yeah um,
0: i know very little well, why is that such a bad thing sometimes yeah. you know um i i know you i know very little about moon knight other than your personal hero max bemis used to write moon knight comics and they were like some of the best moon knight comics apparently
1: for the record paul mccartney is my personal hero
0: you don't have to lie to me chris we're, we're all friends here <laughs> um but yeah the show's good um uh, from uh, what i thought uh, oscar isaac plays steven i think his name is tyler steven tyler and he sleepwalks it just wakes up in random places you don't see that at the beginning of the show you see him wake up in his bed and he's got himself chained by the ankle to the bed and he undoes that and then there's like a ring of sand around the bed and he makes sure he hasn't stepped anywhere and he goes to the door and he's got tape on it He make sure the tape hasn't been moved and he's like cool didn't sleepwalk last night and then like things start happening to to him during the day they kind of make it seem like he has been sleepwalking and doesn't know it like a girl at work is like are we still on f- tomorrow you know seven o'clock best steak in the in the in the city or whatever and he's like yeah 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 definitely 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 and someone else comes up to him they're like are you making a move on her and he's like i guess and they're like what's a vegan gonna do at the best steak restaurant and he's like i don't know i have a salad bread something i don't know he's vegan i guess Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then he uh, just wakes up in the middle of a field somewhere and his mouth is full of blood. He's like, oh, what's going on? And he looks up at a building and there's a guy up there and people start shooting at him and he's got to run and stuff like that. And there's just this big chase action scene. Yeah. But every time it starts to get action-y, he passes out and then wakes up after the action's done. Yeah. So there's no action in this first episode. Interesting. Basically, he just wakes up afterwards and he's got a gun in his hand. He's like, uh, uh, uh. And it's great. That's I love fun. it. I think it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think podcast rule number one, though, is you're not allowed to just give a synopsis
0: of another piece of media. Yeah, no, I was thinking about that uh, in the middle of talking about it. Um, we can cut that. It's we fun. can. Hey, uh, I, how
1: about we actually write out, like, a podcast rule board? That could be a fun little bit of prop.
0: I feel like it could be very hurtful, but, yeah, I think it'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: rule number two, no more jokes about Nick's hair. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I like that. We, we can invest in a second whiteboard, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whiteboard this bitch out.
0: Are we, are, I think our whiteboard's a little bit too small. Yeah, us. for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, also, you wrote Only God Forgives, i.e. the movie. I wrote Only Mom Forgets, and then you wrote Only Grandma Forgets, which was sad, because your grandma does forget. Yeah, she does. Medically, I, she's... I, I thought
0: you wrote Only Mom forgives, and then I was like, Only Grandma Forgets would be very funny, and then I was like, I know. oh, you already wrote Forgets.
1: I almost wrote it, but I was like, that might be a little too rugged, but perhaps I should have. I know,
0: funny. Um, we can get a whiteboard and put it right there where that dreamcatcher is, and we can put the dreamcatcher somewhere else.
1: Yeah, like above my bed. Stop all these nightmares. Yeah. She's been having awful nightmares.
0: I'm having no dreams and it's really close to my room, so that might be why.
1: No, I'm not having nightmares. But I did have a dream the other night. It's about to be the most interesting thing you've heard all day. That I had a like scrawny like cat sized human <laughs> that was still like in my mind a pet. Okay. And I remember being in the bathroom, kneeling down, looking at this little fucker who just loved me. He had nothing but love in his eyes, and I was noticing that he was almost enunciating the way humans do. Because okay. again, he's an animal in this universe. Also, totally naked, stark ass naked, just scrawny and like a like a hairless cat, but a human being.
0: Uh, you're just everything you've said so far. You're describing a son. You just had a son <laughs> in this dream.
1: But it wasn't baby like. It was like scrawny man like. It was like uh, almost like a attack on titan but not buff awful scrawny and i was like i was pointing to him and i was like because i was trying to figure out how to instill the concept of me and you without being like me you so i was like pointing to him and i was being like me and then he'd be like me and i was pointing to me and i was being like you and he was like pointing to me and then going you kind of a thing and i was like wow
0: look at this
1: and then i woke up that was all
0: they seem to think that your name is you and his name is me I did backwards. my best. I guess. He could have done a little bit better. I did my best. I had... Freaky dream. Yeah, I had I had an insane dream the other night, too. Oh, what was that about not having any dreams? Was that a bit? It was a bit. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's because I'm starting to take medication again, and that's why I'm... I just... The first day I did it, I just had this insane dream. And I oh, woke sorry up, for I was asking. Like, I was like, oh, God. And it wasn't anything like scary or depressing or anything like that. And I was like, "That's the most vivid dream I've had in a very long time. I don't remember it. I remember absolutely none of it. I yeah. remember I had a vivid dream.
1: The little flesh man was the most vivid dream I've had in a while. Yeah,
0: I'm probably gonna have a dream about flesh man tonight. <laughs> I can't forget it. Do you remember that one time at our old house where me and you had the same nightmare at the same time? Yeah, and that shit sucked. Yeah. yeah, something
1: about a witch being under the staircase or like something like that. Or
0: yeah, she was downstairs
1: and like underneath the heater or something like that. And then we ran upstairs
0: there. and she was in my bedroom.
1: Yeah." spooky stuff
0: spooky stuff The house is for sure haunted i got
1: something else spooky to tell you i've been watching a lot of buzzfeed unsolved that's unrelated i'm just saying that's also a spooky thing
0: okay i was gonna say a podcast roll three you can't run down the synopsis of a youtube video
1: <laughs> no this is a freaky experience i had hey take me to uh supernatural the jail or whatever where people who believe in the supernatural go okay the skeptics but i was just telling will the other day and will gets easily spooked especially when he's staying home alone he
0: seems like the type yeah
1: yeah Uh, i was telling him about i was probably in the seven to nine range i'm gonna keep this as brief as possible i woke up and
0: like time-wise seven to nine
1: no age-wise oh yeah Uh, i was living in east point at the time and i had a bedroom that was directly across from my parents like to the point where like if they had their door open and, I, I, like, I was sleeping in my bed. I could roll over and, like, see them in their bed almost, right? Okay. So I woke up, and for some reason they were just dog-ass asleep, so it had to be, like, a Saturday or Sunday, even though the sun was just bitching. It was just up there doing its little thing. And I was scared for no real reason. So I went into their room, crept in there, and I was like, Mommy, Mommy, I'm scared. Mommy. Mommy. And I was getting like, not even like, oh, not yet. I was just getting like a rollover. Like they weren't, they were not budging to my Mm -hmm. little like wake up, wake up, which was even scarier. Um, So I just, I laid at like the foot of their bed, but on the floor, not on the actual like end of their bed. And I was just staring kind of blankly into my room thinking about like just oh my god i'm scared and like how long until they wake up at least at the daytime i'm fine like just that kind of a thing just wandering for a long time and i was specifically staring at a portrait of my grandmother when she was younger that i had on my uh my uh like headboard kind of a thing and i swear to god that motherfucker blinked at me yeah yep yeah scared the dog piss out of me Absolutely, that's when yeah. i hopped up and i like was like yep mom all right wake up wake up you know so, yeah
0: yeah when i was like until i i'm going to tell you a very embarrassing period of my life hey
1: right now. i went to bed till i was like 14 or 16 who's counting
0: this is i think might be a little bit on par um until i was like 12 13 i would just i would wake up and be like i'm just horrified for no reason same thing and i mm-hmm. go into my parents room and be like i'm gonna sleep in here and i would just i bring a pillow with me into their room and just sleep on the ground yeah from like i don't know like midnight to 5 in the morning and mm-hmm. get up and go back to my room. Turns sure, out I was just having anxiety attacks, but still for the same thing. I was like, I'm just hor- I'm just horrified yeah. out of nowhere. I feel like something's going to happen, but I don't know what it is. Maybe yeah. that's what you were going through.
2: But
1: Yeah. I was doing the... It's one of those things we always talk about. Like, sometimes daytime can be just as scary.
0: Yeah, man, definitely.
1: You know? Spooked the shit out of me.
0: We, we just talked for nine minutes, but I'm still, still going to do a cold open. <laughs> because I wrote down... Last week, I wrote down, next week, Chris is going to have a really good joke, because you said you would. So, whenever you're ready.
1: Allow me ample time. I, I can I can gather one. I'm going to give you 60 seconds. Don't do that. Okay.
0: Hang on. Oh, what the fuck is that joke? I actually have a joke somewhere.
1: I know a joke. I do know a joke. Obviously, I don't know it. did. I assume... I would like to have a couple in my back pocket. You know, like the way I feel like people just used to have some, you know, yeah. that were just like public domain that you could oh, just... Oh, I've got some. You have jo- jokes ready to rifle off you. This is not an opportunity for you to do it.
0: Oh, you don't want to hear one of my jokes? Yeah. What if it... It's, is it going to be because it's going to be... might be better than your joke?
1: Go ahead. Do yours first.
0: Oh, you just don't want to hear my joke? You shook your head no? Do you it first. You just think it's going to be a bad joke?
1: No, it's going to be funnier. Do it first.
0: So there's this guy and he's in a bar. And he's there just all day long. He's just drinking and he's drinking and he's drinking. And after a while, he throws up just all over himself. It's just fucking everywhere. It's on the bar, it's on the floor, it's on his shirt, it's on his pants. And he starts crying, just sobbing. And the bartender comes up to him and goes, What the fuck are you doing? What is the, what is the matter with you? And the guy goes, Oh, I look, I'm a mess. I'm supposed to be home now my wife is waiting for me I told her I wouldn't go to the bar anymore and look at me what am I supposed to do i am supposed to go home to her like this and the bartender goes do you have $20 and the guy goes yeah he goes alright take that 20 put it in your shirt pocket go home to your wife say hey I ran into a friend from school took him to a bar listened to his troubles he's been down real bad he got too drunk and he threw up on me gave me $20 for dry cleaning and the guy goes that's genius oh my god thank you so much so he runs home and he sees his wife and his wife goes where were you and he goes oh I met an old friend from school he was down real bad told me his troubles took him to the bar he got so drunk that he threw up on me gave me $20 for dry cleaning And the wife goes there's $40 in your pocket he goes oh he also shit my pants
1: (laughs) that's good yeah you ready for mine
0: it better be better than than the one I just gave you that got a nice respectful (laughs) chuckle out of you
1: (laughs) it was good uh guy walks up to a widow at her, her her funeral looks at the 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 deceased okay looks at her and he says plethora and she says that means a lot
2: <laughs> That was that was
0: better than my joke yeah for sure <laughs> cuz it was half it was half the time a much better punchline oh that was great <laughs> <sighs> oh, jokes are good. Okay, I'll cross that one off the list. <laughs> Do you want another one? Yes. Not joke, but like yeah. cold open. Um, okay, stop using the carpet from The Shining in things. Yeah. I was playing a video game the other day, Dead Rising 2. You're in a casino at one point. The carpet, it's a carpet from The Shining. I've played a thousand video games where the carpet is the carpet from The Shining. I've seen a thousand TV shows where the carpet is the carpet from The Shining. Yeah. At my work, I work at a skate shop, we sell skateboard wheels With the carpet from the Shining pattern on them. Yeah. Knock it off.
1: Victorious? Yeah. One of those web comic, they're not comic, like uh, clips that got uploaded to their, like, their social media in-universe website. Okay. Big Twin Peaks reference. Yeah? Yeah. It's also Ariana Grande. It's just, like, some smooth, like, like, playing in the background, and her saying something like, I like to talk backwards or something, and then it starts... Playing her dialogue in reverse, kind of a thing, just the same way that it would happen in the White Lodge, or the Black Lodge, you know? So. Okay, I get yeah. that. I can't remember exactly what happens. I'm sure it's some other stuff, but there you go. It's a little fun fact for you. But the reason why I thought about that, because I was like, I immediately thought, yeah, you know what? I see the Twin Peaks floor and curtain combo all over the place. They got an Animal Crossing, they got yeah. in Gravity Falls, Victorious is making a reference.
0: Yeah, it sucks. I end a list. It just feels like the laziest reference of all time. And also when you see it in The Shining or even when you see the it in Twin Peaks, it's great. It's chef's kiss. It's like one of the defining features of it. And it gives you a very specific, it makes you feel a very specific way. And when it's being used all over the place, it cheapens it. And I hate it. And we'll play the theme song here.
1: Oh, well, I had a little thing.
0: Okay, go ahead. We'll
1: Do work. you think Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah what about you
1: i think honestly in my heart of hearts that if there's ever a conspiracy or a cover-up it's because people fucked up like I it's more of it. like one of those things where like hypothetical scenario like like a bunch of uh you know secret service guys were like we were really hung over and we missed that little thing better like, yep yep we did our job we did our <laughs> job. like that kind of thing yeah, yeah this sounds funny but i feel in my heart of hearts There were two shooters, and what it was was that, you know, how like they were like, oh, the Cubans wanted him dead, and like the mob wanted him dead, and the Russian wanted him dead. Whichever's your favorite, two, one from each party showed up that day and did the job, and just one of them got away because, yeah, ineptitude kind of a thing. So that's why they're like, I think there were three shots, even though, you know, Levi also only shot three twice or whatever. Yeah, there were three shots. I think there was another, there was like a mobster just in the corner that was like, bang, kind of a thing, and he just got off in the. I don't think it was some conspiracy or anything like that. I just genuinely like to think in my head that they both showed up on the same day because they were like, this is perfect.
0: Uh, to be perfectly honest, I know nothing about the JFK shooting, yeah. um, but I believe wholeheartedly that he was shot with a bullet made of ice so that it melted, so that they couldn't find the bullet afterwards.
1: What is that from? Or is that just like old folklore stuff? My brain. Is no I, I 007 remember, thing? Is I that remember like a...
0: hearing it somewhere about specifically JFK. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But no, I, this could be wrong. I, you know, I'm presenting to you as in any conversation, what I remember of something I heard. I could be wrong. But recently I heard the route they had planned for JFK had over 20,000 windows that he drove past. Insane. So on God, what I've heard is that the secret service, not in so many words, literally went, fuck it, too many to check.
0: I buy it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And how the, much do
0: you think a Secret Service guy gets paid? Not enough to check twenty thousand <laughs> windows.
1: So that could be bullshit. What I just told you that could be not true. But I'm I'd, gonna believe it Not I'm dead though. If you're mad at me, don't be. Be mad at Ryan and Shane from Buzzfeed unsolved But <laughs> the other thing is uh apparently Lee Harvey Oswald was on the watch list for the local FBI, but the Secret Service did not inform the FBI of the route. Which literally that building that he shot JFK from is the place that he worked. So had they told the local FBI office, the FBI office would be, well, you should know that a guy that we're keeping an eye on works at a building you're going to pass, kind of a thing. So it's actually, from my understanding, seen as a big like um, kind of bureaucratic like hiccup. Like it's actually kind of a blemish, yeah, in a sense because because there were two separate agencies not working together. Harvey yeah, Oswald got to shoot the president. Basically.
0: That's that's insane. Like, for I I, yeah. I love picturing Lee uh, Harvey Oswald at work, reading a newspaper and being like, "Oh shit, did you hear that JFK's coming to town?" And then being like, "Yeah, he's passing by on the Fifth Street. He's coming right through that." Part yeah. of the, he's he's like, "Right there, out this window, right here." I'm like, yeah, definitely. He's like, "Oh, cool. yeah, cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool." The
1: other aspect of that that's crazy to me is like. I'm not so indoctrinated into an uh, Americana that I would be, hey, I could be wrong. I think Jack Ruby was like, what, a bartender? Okay. I just imagined him cleaning a glass here and that the president's been shot. He cries, a manly cry, very upset. He's looking on the news and he's like, oh, yeah, down at the courthouse today, they're arraigning that bastard. And he's like, that's two blocks away. I'm going to shoot that bastard because he killed the president kind of a thing yeah jack ruby just was so upset that the president had been shot that he just showed up and bang bang right into lee harvey oswald's belly mm-hmm. that's crazy to me
0: he he sees the news and then he drops the glass <laughs> and then he sprints the two blocks away to yeah us.
1: yeah i'm sure you've seen the famous picture of him like literally a foot away just planting two into lee harvey oswald's yep. belly and uh that's just a such a striking image to me it's always been like just that idea that damn like yeah just crazy because like I feel like there had to be plenty of people not just like in terms of like general America but even close to the case like imagine I don't know like you're like damn we're about to put about to go through this whole legal process we got to figure out you know it's the modern day how do we try someone for like assassination what does that look like what's the legal precedent you you know you're booking this guy and then just some drunk 54 year old comes on he's like bang bang and you're like i mean yeah but also we had like due process to go through like you know what i mean like yeah, a yeah, job yeah. half finished kind of a thing because i was thinking about this also <laughs>
0: and you're the secret service like man this I cleaned to- itself up <laughs> i didn't have to i didn't have to sit in court i didn't have to check any windows so this is just the best week of my life
1: that's the cover of him just being like holy shit look at this just resolving itself <laughs> But, uh, no, the other thing that's crazy to me is uh, that afterwards, uh, Lyndon Johnson put together the committee that, like, looked into the whole thing or whatever. You know, like, the window and, like, could someone shoot from there? I don't know how long they worked on that committee, but damn. I I just, in my head, that's just them getting paid for, I don't know, months to just kind of, like, walk around that park and, like, look at the window and then look down at where it was shot from up in the window and, like, talk to people who were there, and it just seems like how great to be just given a big assignment that this is disrespectful but seems kind of like a fuck off like a yeah go talk to people who were there when it happened kind yeah. of a thing yeah i don't know i'm sure there was a lot of like paperwork involved with it but i was just having a nice fantasy about like if i were a g-man and they were like why don't you hop in your car and go track down everybody who was there and talk to them i'd be like that sounds like six months worth of getting paid to do just about nothing thank you just uh,
0: like not having to check the window or, <laughs> or arrest really hurry up they arrested him yeah uh, 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 akin to the carpet from The Shining yeah oh st- yeah
1: sorry I really bogarted your thing no you're it. fine
0: <laughs> stop making a reveal in your movie that your character from the 50s yeah. is the one that shot JFK <laughs> I feel like I've seen that a hundred times and I hate it every time it happens yeah alright play the theme song here okay 20 minutes in.
1: Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Crumley, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. Which one we're talking about first?
0: Hey Chris, what's the difference between a lima bean and a chickpea?
1: about $200. (laughs) Alright,
0: well you got me. Uh, I don't pay $200 to have a limo being on me. Ha ha ha. Yeah. But I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I already hit play before you said that. Which one do you want to talk about first? I don't know which one I can talk. I can probably talk about the thing longer. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I remember a lot of Batman, if I'm being honest.
1: Okay. It's a toss-up. You might as well flip a coin.
0: All right, I'm going to flip these letters upside down, and I'm just going to shuffle them like this. Yeah. There's only two. I don't know if this is technically shuffling. Yeah. But I'm going to throw this one to you right here.
1: Don't look at that. What do you think you oh, just what? gave me?
0: I remembered how they looked when I folded them, or when how they were folded when they were sent to us. Um, so I know which one you have right now. What is it? I think it's Batman.
1: You're wrong. I don't care. It is. Okay.
0: <laughs> we watched Batman reports.
1: One day I hope it, I opened this, and there's like a trinket in there, too, or something.
0: Well, uh, we'll put that out to our listeners. So hopefully you guys send us a mail with crickets.
1: Batman Returns, horny, horny, Batman, horny, Catwoman, horny, Penguin, horny, Tim Burton, horny, Tim Burton, horny. Side note, I listened to Pinkerton today, and goddamn if that ain't the horniest album that was ever written. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
0: I've ever listened to Pinkerton all the way through.
1: It's the Batman Returns of album. <laughs> Just real quick. Okay, Uh, Unprecedented behavior, but in the middle of it, we're going to go on a huge tangent real quick. I don't know how fruitful this is going to be.
0: Isn't the whole album about him having sex with his teenage Japanese girlfriend?
1: (laughs) I don't know about that. But first one, Tired of Sex. Yeah. It's a whole song about how he's having too much sex, he's tired of sex, why can't I be making love?
0: Yeah, with his teenage Japanese girlfriend.
1: Next one, Get You, a whole song about, obviously... Get you, you know.
0: Yeah, get his teenage Japanese
1: girlfriend. Uh, no, that no, you know, no other one. No, there is no other one. Yada yada There's yada. There's no
0: other teenage Japanese girlfriend yeah. for Rivers Cuomo.
1: There's another one called "Why Bother? Why Bother? It's gonna hurt me. It's gonna kill when you desert me." Uh, across the sea. Here's the second horniest song. Those other ones in the middle, they weren't that horny that I can remember offhand. Uh, but across the sea is a song about a letter he'd gotten from Japan, where a girl had asked him a bunch of questions and stuff like that, and he just wrote this hypothetical song to her and it's horny it's horny um
0: oh my god i hate my fucking phone your phone's like 100 years old
1: yeah you are 18 year old girl You live in small city of Japan. You hear me on the radio about one year ago and you wanted to know all about me, about my hobbies, my favorite food and my birthday. Why are you so far from me? I need help and you're away across the sea. I could never touch you. I think it would be wrong. I've got your letter. You've got my song. Uh, they don't make stationary like this where I'm from, so fragile, so refined. So I sniff and lick your envelope and fall to pieces every time. I wonder what clothes you wear to school. I wonder how you decorate your room. I wonder how you touch yourself and curse myself for being across the sea. Just stuff like that.
0: So I was right. Also, this is unprecedented. I don't know what to do about this. There's a cat on me.
1: (laughs) The Good Life, maybe the least horny song, but I could look through the lyrics and I'm sure I could find one. Uh, But it's just, you know, got to get back to the good life, yada, yada, yada. There's the one called Pink Triangle, which is famously about him falling in love with a girl who ended up being a lesbian. Uh, There's a line where he says, everyone's a little queer. I just wish that she could be a little straight. Um, Fallen For You, obvious butterfly i don't remember offhand el scorcho though real quick i want to talk about that one that's the one that starts with a goddamn you half japanese girls do it to me every time you know i was
0: right right yeah yeah
1: but that one has a very fun lyric in it also horniest album really listen to it it's horny
0: i probably won't
1: (laughs) (laughs) um there's a line in there where he says watching grunge leg drop new jack through a press table it's about our boy New Jack.
2: It's specifically, oh. talk,
1: it's specifically talking about ECW, and ECW. Uh, two of the biggest uh, tag teams were the Public Enemies and the Gangsters. And the Public Enemies. I don't remember both members, but one of them, his name is Johnny Grunge. Hence, watching Grunge leg drop New Jack through a press table. So it's talking about you know a tag team match between the Public Enemies and the Gangsters, where Johnny Grunge leg drops uh, New Jack through a press table. And actually, I think when I was looking at the lyric. On, like, genius or whatever, it actually had the actual specific date when that match was aired or whatever. <laughs> Crazier than that. Rivers Cuomo is going to Harvard while this is happening. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was apparently a line that he had, uh, asked, uh, his, um, one of his classmates if he could use because he was, like, peer reviewing their paper and he was like, I like that line. I, could I use that kind of a thing? And, was given the green light. And so that's one of two lines on Pinkerton on the liner notes of the album that show up in quotations because he's technically quoting someone else kind of a thing. So
0: Interesting. Rest in peace, New Jack.
1: Yeah, rest in peace, New Jack, yeah. yeah. Anyways, oh, yeah. Four years after the release of the mega blockbuster Batman, Tim Burton released Batman Returns. And Batman Returns, but not for that long. Instead of seeing the cape Crusader fight crime, this movie, 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 this movie focuses more on the Rogues Gallery. His horny, horny Rogues Gallery. Four out of ten.
0: Uh, Chris, what's your uh, experience with uh, Batman Returns?
1: Growing up, uh, this was huge for me. The Tim Burton movies were huge for me. Batman Forever, Batman Robin, Batman and Robin. Those all those were all huge for me. I, I actually texted my sister midway through because I was like. When Catwoman comes home and she's like, honey, I'm home. Oh, wait, that's right, I'm not married. I was like, that was like a big meme for us, right? Like, we said that shit all the time growing up. And she was like, oh, yeah. Like, me and her thought that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, this is just scorched into my brain. This one, um, I can just remember my uncle was like obsessed with Batman. Not obsessed, like, that's all I could talk about, but like, just in the sense that like, that was like the little knickknacky thing that he collected as if there were beanie babies. Okay. Like, there would just be like odd, like, you know Merchandised board games For like Batman Forever Where like You know Thinking back I'm like What kind of board game Did they put together for that I'm sure I can find out mm-hmm. on eBay But like That couldn't have been The most fun game That had to be like A cash grab for sure Absolutely And just all kinds of stuff like that So yeah Batman Returns And Batman 89 It's like the other day When we were watching Batman 89 No we were just talking about it We were just talking about 89 I was talking about that poster And I was like Like As far back as I have memories I can remember seeing that poster <laughs> Just the yeah. fucking emblem And nothing else Kind of a thing batman returns is just like that for me uh loved this movie growing up it was huge for me what about you
0: um two nights ago you went do you want to watch batman returns right now went, oh because you've yeah. never seen it yeah and i've never seen it before um
1: how do you reckon that happened yeah. just wasn't on your radar just never
0: no i think i'm always very uh what's the word I guess jealous whenever you talk about like oh this was huge for me as a kid and you know my whole family and this and that yeah my dad um showed me a lot as a kid very much so like hey you should be into this and you should be that you know like dads do um but he just dropped the ball on movies just never talked to me about movies at all yeah um and now likes to mock me about that he goes whenever i say a movie that i like in front of somebody he goes yeah I forgot to tell him about movies, so he liked really pretentious stuff. <laughs> uh, my dad doesn't sound anything like that. Um, and so, yeah, my, my my history with like these older Batman movies were I caught them when they were on TV. I went to Six Flags once and saw the cool live Batman show. That was fun. Um, and then just, you know, as the years went on, I eventually watched the 89 Batman. Thought it was fine. Watched it again a little bit older. Thought it was pretty good. Um,
1: Odd piece of media
0: yeah
1: fascinating piece of media we will talk about that one day perhaps
0: yeah i always see uh, i have very f- vivid memories of batman forever i believe Do george clooney i don't no, know which batman is which no because i think ba- batman forever is number three yeah because i and think and that was a name four. that
1: had already been decided upon before it started getting reworked and yeah. stuff and all that so yeah batman forever i think that was something tim burton even might have come up with so um, yeah, Batman Forever first, so that would be George Clooney, and then Val Kilmer came in. Nope, opposite. Opposite. So the first one was Val Kilmer, and then it's Batman and Robinus Robin. George Clooney. So George Clooney is the one that has Iceman, Plant Lady, Big Muscle Guy. Yeah, all the whole games
0: there. I remember the Hollywood video by my house, our blockbuster basically had just like floor to ceiling size posters, like a wall instead of wallpaper would be just like a very close up picture of like a movie poster. Um, and one of them was Batman Forever I remember seeing that all the time they also had one of the mask like Jim Carrey's the mask where he's got the hat over his eyes that was huge for me too growing up Uh, and it scared the shit out of me so every time we went to that (laughs) family video I would walk with my back to that wall so I wouldn't have to see it because I was a little boy yeah Um, and then growing up uh, like on the playground and stuff like that when we would play superheroes or whatever I would always be Robin because I wore this jacket that was this big puffy winter jacket that was black but the top was red and it looked like Robin's costume to me in that movie. I was like, yeah. I'm a Robin Yeah. who is not in this movie that we're talking about.
1: Is it Chris O'Connell?
0: Sure. Maybe is that his name? Or something Chris
1: O'Connell? Donnell? It was Donald. Yeah, Donald. Something like
0: that. Anyway, I saw it for the first time like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, We'll get into that in a second. I'm going to start here and just say I had not watched it fully in just years until we just watched it the other day. And for some reason in my head, I always thought that it was perhaps the superior film. Yeah. Boy, I don't think that
0: now. No, not at all. I yeah. hear some people say that, and I think that's just blasphemy. This movie yeah. is
1: not, no.
0: not the best.
1: No. Primarily a Tim Burton outing. Yeah. Barely glued together Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah, 89 feels like Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. This feels like a Tim Burton movie that has Batman in it. Yeah
1: right from the rip you get just classic tim burton stuff like guy who doesn't look like him but has like just in general it's just got ernest Thessinger vibes Mm. the wife and him and he's smoking a cigarette and they're having martinis looking out a window they have a little baby it's just in a fucked up like tim burton cage eats a cat and they decide we're flushing this tonight so they go to the uh park and this is why i bring this all up beat for beat because there's like a point like classic tim burton where just like a normal couple walks past the weird couple he loves that thing about just like juxtaposing like oh they're the weirds against like those are the normies you know and yeah they chuck that bitch down and uh legitimately gets raised by penguins
0: it's the saddest thing one of the saddest things i've ever seen in a movie because like the opening credits are the uh what's the word i want to say casket what's the thing you put a baby in This basket? Bassinet? I don't know. The thing you put a baby in. Yeah. Just that floating through the sewers. Oh, yeah. While the opening credits go. And just, at first I was like, okay. But it goes on for a while. And after seeing it for a while, I was like, well, this is the saddest thing maybe I've ever seen.
1: I will say I love Batman during winter. Snowy Batman is good. good. It is good. I think a lot of this movie still looks all right. Looks pretty good.
0: Yeah. We were talking about it a little bit while we were watching it. Um... Like a like a kind of gross dark, for lack of a better term, Tim Burton Christmas mm-hmm. is my ideal Christmas. It's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Um, this movie also one of the 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 few strengths it has in my opinion is like this is, basically, what would end up being some of the most successful episodes of the animated series, which has been coined. I don't know if it was just by a YouTube reviewer that i watched one time but i've always heard the the villain reformed story i.e there are just episodes of uh the animated series where uh poison ivy two-face i think even the penguin start of the story is that they're released from prison or whatever it is batman's like ah you're up to weird stuff and they're like honest i'm going straight and depending on the episode either they are going straight or they're just concealing that they're going straight and by the end of it either things don't go their way so they revert back to being evil or they uh were being evil the whole time and batman finally figures it out they end up back in jail that's kind of the penguins arc in this i mean he goes up and yet is basically yeah because he goes up under a ruse but he tries to play it off like i just want to find my family right and so that's the biggest thing is that i think that coupled with the wintertime batman one of the episodes i feel like i saw it too many times growing up with the animated series is there's an episode where like christmas night the joker's doing some fucked up shit and Batman and Robin have to drive around while it's snowing and figure out how to stop the Joker. So it just gives me big animated series vibes. Other than that, this movie is too horny.
0: <laughs> yeah, and to like be very specific about it, it's not sexy. Ever. No. It's just horny in the worst way. Yeah. like every- Which honestly kind of almost
1: becomes charming because it's like, uh-huh. I, I feel like just because it's not sexy, but I feel like, I, I just feel like Tim Burton's intentionally just being gross. I... And in that sense, it feels almost like uh, the way you enjoy a bad movie for being fun kind of a thing. There's a little bit of that to it. Like oh, l- l- like, like r- Michelle Pfeiffer or whatever, like licking her leather yeah. to wipe her head like a cat while penguin's like i just want to sniff your foot or whatever he says i can't remember what he says (laughs) (laughs) yeah disgusting
0: every almost every conversation in this movie that doesn't involve i guess alfred is someone walking up to someone else and being like we should have sex and the other person being like no and then being like yeah all of its innuendos like yeah but we should sex and like, no thank you and they go okay well i know batman's gonna be here at this time but we should stop him the other person goes okay we should have sex and the other person goes no let's just go get batman
1: (laughs) this could perhaps be improper but i'm surprised to see christopher walken playing a movie where he pushes a woman out of a window post the natalie wood boat situation
0: yeah yeah was that i don't know if it was was it big at the time
1: I think it was pretty big. Natalie Wood was big, and he she was married to I can't remember what his name was. But was but
0: Christopher Walken's involvement big at the time?
1: He was on the boat, and people said that they perhaps had a bit of a love triangle going on. People thought Walken was moving in on his woman. I feel but like he has never been on the hook, from my knowledge, more for anything more than just perhaps keeping his mouth shut about what really happened. That he's not like complicit. He's not the murderer. You know that he's kind of accomplice. Thing. At worst, because yeah. nobody knows what happened on that damn boat. I feel like. Because from- also, she was definitely 100% having an affair with the driver. Yeah. So it's a messy story. There's like, who knows what happened on that boat? I'll tell you, her husband pushed her into the water, obviously. Yeah. You know, like.
0: I feel like I could, I could definitely be wrong. Um, I think both of us are probably very wrong on this. Yeah. Where, um,
1: we're, we were not even born yet. Our
0: parents were just like smoking cigarettes behind middle school <laughs> while this was happening. um I feel like it wasn't revealed that Christopher Walken was involved until, like, a book came out that somebody okay. wrote. I don't know.
1: That could be true. But either way, it just seems like uh, it seems a little... This is obviously turned up to 12. But it just seems like one of those things where, like, you wouldn't want to draw your attention to yourself like that the same way that O.J. shouldn't write a book called If I Did It. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, about that, Yeah. the book, I remember reading somewhere. Have you seen the cover for that book?
1: Doesn't it just say if I did it in big black red letters?
0: It says in big red letters I did it, and if is very small oh, in the middle. Yeah. Because um who's the woman he murdered?
1: Her name was uh God, hang on one second. Um nah. OJ Simpson murdered his wife. Fuck. We'll turn this. Ugh.
0: Nicole Nicole Brown. Nicole Brown. Yeah. I believe Nicole Brown or the other guy that was murdered there one of their parents bought the rights to the book yes. before it came out and they designed the title yeah designed the cover yes so cool the coolest thing you could do yeah
1: side note we can cut this did you see that tweet from ice T where he was like i was robbed at the gas station the other day
0: so so corny yeah it's so
1: funny though <laughs> like when he's like i lost all my money i told the cops who uh, the cops asked me who did it i said Pump number nine.
0: He got me. He had me like all the way through until the I end. Know. I was like, "Oh, is Ice T a narc now?" I didn't know that. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty funny. Anyways,
0: what do you think about Christopher Walken in this movie?
1: Um, I think Christopher Walken is like Nicolas Cage. uh I like Christopher Walken for what Christopher Walken's doing, not necessarily for him in the larger context of the film. So I'm just. I think Christopher Walken's doing what he does. It's good. I. I, like I feel him. like
0: he's barely awake in this movie.
1: That could be fair, but I feel like just uh, there's just something about his manner of speaking and the way he carries himself that's like, you can laugh to the bank if you want. You I seen, just like to see you.
0: Have you seen Catch Me If You Can?
1: No. It's a great. That's movie. the one with Leo, where he's like a conman, right?
0: Yeah. It's yeah. based on a real guy. Um, yeah. It's a great movie. Um, I highly recommend it. I haven't seen it in years. But it was one of those movies that just, like, whenever it came on TV, I'd be like, oh, I'll watch this for a second. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I just spent two hours watching this whole movie. Yeah. But his dad is played by Christopher Walken. And I love in that movie that he plays Christopher Walken's son and doesn't go, hey, I'm Christopher Walken's <laughs> son. Because the guy that plays Christopher Walken's son in this yeah. movie does a Christopher Walken impression for n- no goddamn reason. Yeah. He's in this movie for, I think, a total of 90 seconds, Mm -hmm. and every time he comes in, he goes, as good as I'm doing it right now, hey, hey, we gotta get out of here?
1: Yeah. This is something that's always struck me about Batman movies. Uh, I don't think you need to devote any screen time to it. I really don't. It's a waste of time. But I always find it odd that, like, in this movie, uh, like, just for example, nobody ever goes like, geez... What a bunch of weirdos. We just had that Joker thing going on, and now we got this Penguin thing going on. Like, they almost feel episodic like the comics do, which is good yeah. in its own right, but it's always just weird to me that, like, it's always just struck me as weird. Just weird that they don't just go, like, just something. Like, I don't know. Just a little something. Yeah, I think... Just a this- littlest something. Like I said, it's it's a waste of time. You don't need to do it in your my- movie, but it's always yeah. pegged me in my head, Roar. I don't know.
0: I think this movie, in my opinion, is a little... In my opinion
1: not canonical
0: is a little too wacky yeah like like that guy steals that baby from that press conference and then runs out of the sewer and hands the baby to penguin while like looking up and shouting at the sewer like oh no penguin don't stop me (laughs) yeah and then the penguin comes up out of the sewer on a giant duck on a giant duck yeah and i have to imagine somebody working on this movie went Aren't you afraid that him coming out, like the duck, is going to be, it's going to look dumb? <laughs> and then someone else had to have gone, the whole thing's dumb. Yeah. Because I like I like the last one, 89, because it's a little campy, but it's mainly just Jack Nicholson as the Joker.
1: Yeah, like his whole, like, you wouldn't have got glasses thing, or his long gun.
0: Yeah, and that stuff just feels like a nice little, like, almost homage, I guess. There's still some
1: panache to it. It still seems like a swagged-out thing for him to be like, I need a revolver, but the longest one you sell.
0: That's it. That's absolutely it more than what I'm saying. It just feels like a... Because it feels like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's so good. (laughs) But in this, the Penguin is just always riding on a big mechanical duck boat or is surrounded by an army of... Just Burton knights,
1: like, the, 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 his goons are odd to me. They're just wearing, like, striped sleeves, and they have, like, big skull heads.
0: Older carnies, I guess. I
1: guess. It's odd. It's I, just a little odd.
0: I do like more so the, the Joker just having his gang guys be like, Hey, I look like a clown now.
1: You guys all need...
0: I made you guys jackets. <laughs> yeah. Just come with me.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. That is really good. Yeah. Um. So Selena Kyle works for Max Shreck, gets pushed out the window because she knows too much, uh. And then I kind of I'm fine with the idea that she's a weird like zombie style The Crow female character. Before we basically. get to her
2: uh,
0: fully Catwoman thing. Yeah. Why is this a, a, a trope in comic book movies? It happened. I think the last time it happened was Wonder Woman 1984. This person who's like, mm, geez, I'm a dork because my hair is a mess. Yeah. And I wear glasses. It's it's Michelle Pfeiffer. It's Uma Thurman. Yeah. It is Kristen Wig, and it is Jim Carrey. Yeah. And they come back as their superhero. I mean, like, yeah. I think it's now a- that I'm not wearing glasses to have messy hair, people yeah. can understand and see that I'm one of the best-looking people of all time.
1: Yeah, because it's an extension of that whole like nerd makeover thing, right?
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is Michelle Pfeiffer with messy hair and glasses. Yeah. Uh, still, just a ten out of ten. Just great. Yeah. Like I, I, it just doesn't. It doesn't work. And it is just. I guess this one's the first one to do it. I guess so. I guess. I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> I think it works.
1: Yeah. No. I. 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 I don't know. Yeah. This one works fineish. I don't know. It's. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think she's great. Anyway, yeah.
1: Pro. I also think she does great as Catwoman, especially. but oh, even yeah. But even as Selena Kyle, I definitely like her doing the whole thing where she like comes home and she's like, "Honey, I'm home." Oh, that's right. I live alone. Just like the way she talks yeah. to herself, she talks to herself very naturally in this film. I do uh, like, like it. When she
0: comes back and she's Catwoman, she's like, "Honey, I'm home." No, that's right. I live <laughs> alone. Also, that... us talking about it being horny. Yeah. And not sexy at all. I don't know why. When she's on top of Batman and she licks him from like bottom of the chin and then she licks the bat nose. Yeah, that's sexy to me. We can cut that. We should definitely cut that. But I don't know. Every time I see that, because I see it online all the time, I'm like, whew, boy!" I'm fanning myself. I'm panting. My That is locked myself. in.
1: There's no way that's getting uh, cut. Uh, yeah, that latex suit she's getting, yin. Obviously, just looking at it, you can tell that it is almost. Sticky. Impossible that she got into it. And apparently, yeah, they would shoot for like 12 or 14 hours at a time and the only time she had the chance to go to the bathroom was on her like 30-minute lunch break during shooting because it was... uh Literally, it was two bitches to take off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be... She probably had to lose like te- at least 10, 15 pounds of just water weight. Yeah, there's no way she was properly hydrated. Like, I, like um in superhero movies, like all of them, I think... And like nowadays, you know how you see it'll be a Captain America movie and just a movie but going on and then halfway through it, someone walks in on him and he's just like, oh, I'm just getting changed. And he just has pants on and you see him just crazy ripped. They shoot that day one and he hasn't had water for three days. So he's dehydrated and his skin is just cellophane over all of his muscles. And then they shoot all this stuff with him in a t-shirt and then they do this stuff with them in the costume because the costumes are so heavy, they lose so much weight that they don't look like that at the end of the movie. So I cannot imagine a 1992 leather suit, what that would do to your body 12, 14 yeah. hours a day.
1: Well, that's also a gross thing because in like bodybuilding and like UFC and boxing, they, they all do that kind of thing to like make weight on like weigh-in days and stuff. to like not have water. Yeah. Just, like, all day for, like, you know, like, two days straight kind of a thing.
0: Could you imagine being Hugh Disgusting. Yeah, awful.
1: I hate the idea of being that dehydrated. Yeah. Like, what, do you have to have an IV after that before you fight later tonight? Yeah. Like, that's
0: crazy. Could you imagine being Hugh Jackman? That guy never gets a costume. He's just in a tank top (laughs) the entire time, that poor guy.
1: But, yeah, so uh, how do you feel about Danny DeVito as the Penguin? Oh, I love it. Just point blank period, yeah?
0: Point blank period. I love it. Yeah. It's not... It's not Jack Nicholson levels. Yeah. But um
1: But also it's not like a role that could be bodied the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I like, feel like the penguin has a lower ceiling and how good that can be in terms of like classic cinema, you know, like that kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, and by lower yeah. ceiling, literally he's four foot eleven. <laughs> um I love him just walking around in his like white little like onesie or his like a yeah. long johns, I guess. But I it, it, I feel like it comes I feel like it's like w- what we were talking about with um the bad guys in the Spider-Man movies, the Sam Raimi ones. Just Danny DeVito gets it more than yeah. anybody in this movie. Um I keep wanting to say even sharks need water. Yeah, yeah. He's just great. Like, he but he is too wacky, but like if if you take just his scenes by themselves, just the tone of what he's doing and what's happening is just great and then nothing in the movie i feel like is at that level that he is um so it feels a little disconnected but for what he's doing and i what i think he thinks he's supposed to be doing 10 out of 10 is great. yeah i totally forgot he bites a guy's nose off and then runs for mayor and almost wins <laughs> <laughs> i forgot burgess
1: meredith plays the penguin in the 1966 Batman. yeah it's crazy i always forget cause that too cause he did that Rocky. and he's also in the twilight zone some of the most famous episodes and also in Rocky, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff from him being a hundred year old man that I am not thinking of, but
0: Chris, what? Can we watch Rocky soon? Yeah, I love Rocky. The Rocky's good. Um, I remember looking up some Rocky stuff. I think I was looking. I was like drawing, and I wanted to draw like a boxer, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna look up Rocky stuff." And I found a picture, and it like led me to a Tumblr that was like a Burgess Meredith Tumblr fan account. I was like, this is insane. Um, There used
1: to be, so on Reddit, the subreddit for user-based porn is gone wild. But then there used to be another subreddit called gone wilder. It was just pictures of Gene Wilder.
0: That's very funny. Yeah. Um, But this Tumblr account was just run by uh, Burgess Meredith's like great niece or something like that, which I thought was very cute. Like 14 years old, just be like, here's a bunch of pictures of my great uncle in movies.
1: Yeah. So overall, you don't like Mark Max Shrek? You're saying you're saying you don't like uh, Christian Christian uh, Christopher Walken I almost like Christian Bale?
0: I think he's whatever. <laughs> I think I remember reading somewhere that he was going to end up being Two Face, uh huh. Like Max Shrek instead of Harvey Dent was going to be Two Face. I love that. Yeah, thinking about that happening, that's great. But it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So just I don't. know, Christopher Walken feels pretty wooden note in this movie. Um, I think he's fine.
1: Oh, that was something else that was crazy. One of the forerunners for Tim Burton's Two Face, our boy,
0: Matthew Lillard,
1: Brad Dourif. Oh, really? Wouldn't that be crazy?
0: That would have been great. Yeah. Also, you know what I else I think would have been great? I think I've told you this before. Robin was supposed to be in this movie. Uh huh. He's supposed to be ooh, one of the Wayne's brothers, one right? Of the like Waynes, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, like the last minute, they decided against it. Still got paid for it. Yeah. And he still Sick. gets royalties for whenever this movie gets played somewhere because he had signed all of his contracts hey. and everything. Respect. Respect. Yeah. He's not checking twenty thousand windows is what's happening. <laughs> and like uh they released like action figures and stuff like this of this movie, and there were Robin ones. Yeah. And there were white guys. Yeah. But if you look at it, it is a sculpt of I think Marlon Wayne's. <laughs> yeah. It's great.
1: That reminds me of like uh when WWE bought WCW. Uh, from, like, the Turner Company or whatever they were called at the time. Uh, And all the big names like Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, Scott Steiner, all those kind of things, they had two- or three-year contracts where they were, like, guaranteed a mil or two mil per year or whatever it was, right, that were still just going to run out of the Turner pocket. Mm -hmm. And Vince McMahon was like, hey, I'll give you a half of that to go back to wrestling. And collectively the biggest stars of WCW, like Hulk Hogan... Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, all those guys were like, Nope. No, we're gonna sit at home for three years and watch TV and get paid two million a year. That's so
0: dope. Oh, that's so cool.
1: Oh yeah. So anyways, uh Max Shrek. I do like a lot uh Penguin having this master plan. Uh I think that works great. I love it's not like a great like who done it or like anything like that, but the whole time you're like, what's this guy up to? Because there's like that scene where he's like looking at all the baby's birth certificates and you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing?
0: This is a little freak doing. Because
1: at first you think like, what is he looking for like some flippers so he can like, is he looking for like his birth certificate kind of thing? But uh, he's not. You don't find out until the end of the movie that his like, you know, A-bomb that like if things don't go his way is just, he's going to kidnap the firstborn son of all of the wealthy in, of like Gotham's wealthy elite and then kill them. And uh, that's a great plan, especially for the character they've set up with the penguin i love that and i also love that uh he starts out by like muscling max shrek or whatever by being like hey a lot of dump dumpage going on down here i gotta i have a thermos full of toxic waste that you've dumped and then him being like that could have been anybody And he's like how about this foot that used to belong to your business partner that you <laughs> killed like and then he has that line where he's like you flushed your dirty secrets down to me, or whatever he says. I can't remember exactly what he says. But I, I like that stuff. I like him. I like It's cartoony. It's wacky. It is, but yeah, I, I did like that. I,
0: I do love it. I, I might have just been watching it wrong, but I also did get the impression that he wanted to be mayor or something like that, and then when that went wrong, he went, fuck it. Um, um, firstborn sons. I'm going to that. the firstborn sons.
1: What the fuck else is going on in this? There's...
0: He drives a little, uh, a little Batmobile to control the real Batmobile.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot like, about that. It's a coin-operated little guy. Yeah, like you see in
0: at a grocery store. I yeah,
1: mean, that it. was insane. That felt... And he had to
0: get somebody to make that.
1: That felt very odd. It's a very odd scene. It almost seemed like something like uh, that the clown would do in Spawn, like the Spawn movie. With yeah, Mike it Jones does. It oh, really it's does. a really weird scene.
0: We can watch Rocky with Spawn. That'd that be sound? sick. Awesome.
1: Um, yeah, that was odd. But ultimately, what I'm getting at is I feel like we've already covered pretty much the bones of what's going on. There's some scene-to-scene stuff that we can definitely delve into. But that's crazy that the rest of it kind of boils down to just two characters doing a will-they-won't-they they about sex, where each of them flip their position on whether or not they will, like, from just line of dialogue to line of dialogue. Um, Yeah, how do uh, Catwoman and Penguin link up at a certain point? Then they have some sex dialogue. It's just black leather horny the whole time oh yeah
0: i do really like i'd say i'm gonna, I'm gonna say the things i like about this movie okay i love when it starts out a little funny bruce wayne is sitting in a dark room with his hand with his head in his hand on his chin just thinking and then the bat signal goes off and it bounces off a bunch of mirrors yeah that shoot directly into wayne manor it's like oh all of that was awful yeah the and mirror
1: then, thing is very tim burton
0: and then it shines right into the room and he stands up and looks at it and it's just this beautiful shot of michael keaton with the bat signal and then it cuts to like a like a a big wide shot of the whole room of him standing there bathed in the light yeah chef's kiss so good one of the best batman things i've ever Mm. seen
1: also one of the things that i like about this batman movie i will say is much like the newest batman i just love when the big bad guy is just a bad business dude
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Um, I love that his whole plan is to just siphon energy from Gotham and then basically sell it back to him when it's time to do so. Um, This Batman kills people.
0: Oh, my God. He sets people on fire.
1: In torturous ways, very torturous ways. Because there's that other guy that, like, he just throws dynamite at and the guy goes, boom.
0: Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Yeah, he explodes a man with a bomb. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I definitely give the criticism, but a lot of people criticize the Snyder Batman for straight-up killing people. Uh, this one is a hundred times worse.
1: Yeah, because it's not even, like... God, like, I don't know, just, like... I'm not going to split hairs here, but, like, I feel like just shooting a guy would be less cruel than lighting him on fire and let him run around until he finally burns to death. Or
0: blowing him up with a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy there's that scene where they're up on the roof. It's right after she licks the mask. Um, and I don't know. It's got, it's cheesy when it happens here, but there's mistletoe and Batman for some reason, I think says mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. And she goes, a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Mm-hmm. That's whatever. That's cheesy. And then they're at the masquerade party. Yeah. I love that. And they're both there and they're the only two people not wearing masks, mm-hmm. but Chris it's because yeah those are the masks When you say it
1: out loud it's less cool but I I do like that
0: Chris those are the masks Visually man, yeah you yeah.
1: know you say it out loud and it ruins it And then
0: they start dancing together and they're like next to a mistletoe and she yeah. goes mistletoe could be deadly if you eat it and he just like instinctively goes and a kiss could be even deadlier if you mean it And then
1: they both slowly turn to each other basically <laughs> and they're oh, like that's great. I think literally Bruce Wayne says let's do this outside
0: <laughs> Yeah I think she says something like Does that mean we have to fight now? (laughs) Uh,
1: That's one of the high highs of this movie. I'm going to put that in the category of one of the high highs. Corny, whatever, wacky, ridiculous, whatever. Don't give a shit. I like that scene a lot. Yeah. Um, This is a side note. In the Wikipedia, it says, yada, 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 renounces his, his humanity and reveals his plan to abduct and kill all of Gotham's firstborn sons as revenge for what his parents did to him. Underlined is the phrase "kill all of Gotham's firstborn sons," and I clicked on it because I was like, "Is it like a reference to like another, like famous like Batman story kind of a thing?" Because that's a lot of words to be underlined, right? Yeah, it's just infanticide. When you click on it, it just says infanticide. So,
0: (laughs) Wikipedia blows ass
1: sometimes.
0: Like earlier today, spoilers for the second half of this podcast. I was reading about the thing. And there's a 2002 video game that apparently wasn't too bad. And it takes place after the movie. And John Carpenter, it says, makes a cameo appearance. Yeah. And cameo appearance is underlined. And I went, oh, cool. I'm going to click on this and see his cameo appearance in this game. I was just telling me what a cameo meant. Yeah. I'm like, fucking eat my whole ass, Wikipedia. <laughs> Every time you guys ask me for money, this is why I don't give it to you. Yeah.
1: Here's something else I totally forgot. I forgot the very Tim Burton third act, uh, which involves the Penguin sending out, sorry to be crass, but penguin suicide bombers. Yeah. And then Batman jamming the signals, uh, signal and having them come back to the penguin in that weird Tim Burton like <clears throat> park setting. Shut love. And then he falls into the sewer or whatever. And dies. Oh, yeah. And then they give him, like, the little, like... There's the penguin oh, bears that It's so
0: sad. I yeah. love that. I
1: love that yeah. shot where they push him off into the water. Face down, too. Perfect that it's face down. Yeah,
0: when this movie is at its least horny and most tim burton (laughs) i absolutely love it it's so good like just again it's it's what we always say about 89 but i feel like maybe even a little bit more in this one Uh gotham looks so good gotham does look great just that zoo amusement park thing great
1: but as i was saying the other day oh it wasn't to you i was talking to someone else about like one of the things i love about the 89 batman's opening is that it's a homage to batman's parents yeah. getting murdered but it's actually just like a guy like fumbling with the map there's just a hundred people on this soundstage set and they're bustling through like there's taxis everywhere and they go into that alley and the guy sticks them up and they steal from them or whatever and it's kind of a bait and switch because you're expecting it to be the origin story but instead yeah. they just get robbed and the guy's great. left yeah. way. yeah that's great um but yeah this one looks much more i mean it's literally because it's set during winter but it's more black and white and less like i don't know it's kind of interesting because. Batman kind of follows that pattern. I'm kind of noticing. I mean, it's, it remains to be seen because you haven't seen Matt Reeves' next film. But 89 Batman has more of a yellow thing to it, and then this one has more of like a bluish black white kind of a thing. And then th- the Batman mind, Begins has like a yellowish hue, and now this yeah. one, then then you know, Dark Knight has like a blue kind of thing to it, and then the Matt Reeves thing has more of like a reddish
0: kind of whatever. Yeah, in my mind, 89 has like a a bluish purple.
1: Yeah interesting
0: but it's been a while since I've seen it so you could be right. yeah
1: yeah. but anyways we'll talk about 89 someday um there's also the aspect of the cat woman that goes back to the crow thing we were saying earlier where she like keeps doing that thing where she's like cat has nine lies and then bang she gets shot and she's like eight now bang seven <laughs> like you know I do like that I I, I like
0: bang, that bang bang she's bleeding out of the mouth five yeah
1: yeah 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 um, and then that that, that, that kind of wraps it up. I mean, I don't know what, what to say other than, like, uh, this movie's a mess, and I know I just said that thing about, uh, um, oh, Moon Knight, and how, you know, being a mess isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I'm not going to say that, that it's a bad thing for this thing, because when it's good, it's good. Um, it's just that so much of it is... Kinda of whatever. Like all the horny stuff is fun. I don't I don't really know how to wrap this thing up. It's it's kind of me contradicting what I just said about the Moon Knight thing. It's kind of a mess. It's
0: it, a uh, it's a mess, but in a way that makes it kind of fun. For, fun yeah. but kind of forgettable for me.
1: Yeah, kinda of forgettable. It's definitely not as that's the thing, is like there are memorable moments, but there's also just a lot that just kinda of comes and goes. Like for example, As over the top and remember or as memorable as it sounds like it should be with that third act, I totally forgot about the Penguin Suicide Bombers and then them coming back to the Tim Burton Park and all that kind of stuff. Like in my head, maybe it does still Oh, it does still do this. Yeah, it ends what's for some reason more memorable to me is the Max Shrek Catwoman confrontation. Yeah. You know.
0: But like I remember there's all that stuff where they kidnap the princess of Gotham?
1: Not really, but that's kind of ringing a bell. Yeah, they, like, yeah, swap like a, her out so that they yeah. can push her off the and building. Oh, and Batman frame Batman. Batman. It? Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. Which is classic Batman stuff, but also it just happened. It wasn't, like, like I felt like that got dropped because, like, usually when you're doing a Batman story and that happens, then now Gotham is also after Batman, but they never do the Gotham is off, off, yeah. also after Batman thing.
0: And, like, he, like, controls the Batmobile and tries to run people over so people think Batman did it. And then they just kind of immediately forget about it. Yeah. A fun theory that I've heard, it's again a theory that holds no water, it's not actually what anybody was doing, but I guess it makes the next ones more fun, is if you imagine in this one, he stops being Batman and everybody knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and so Batman and Robin and Batman Forever are movies set in this universe.
1: Oh, that is fun. Yeah. That is fun. So yeah ultimately this thing for me I'm probably giving it like six range but more of like a C.
0: I'm gonna give this a D plus.
1: Yeah, I was thinking C minus. But I was also thinking like perhaps I abandon the plus and minus thing and just condense the list into just A B C D E F. Why? I don't know. It just seems like it gets so hairy, like C minus, C, C plus, D plus. I don't know. But who knows? C minus. It's a C minus.
0: I like pretending I'm a teacher and like whatever you get is the letter. And then if I feel a certain way about it, I oh, you get a little extra, a little less. Sting yeah. you with the D minus, but yeah. I want to give this a D. But there's things I like about it, so D plus. There
1: you go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So should I have gone C plus
0: then? It's up to you. You're the teacher.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Batman looks good. Penguin arc is good. Catwoman arc is good. Max Shrek is good. It's just almost like scene to scene, it's so mucked up in just some weird shit. But that's not a bad thing. Like, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, it's not that it's just messy or just weird. I guess just some of it ends up falling flat, which is almost... I think there's almost... This feels bad to say, too, because also I've praised other things for this. But I think the problem might have been... How would you feel if I said I feel like the problem might have been that it almost was like Tim Burton had too much control? I feel like maybe some of the Tim Burton stuff could have been toned out. Like the duck thing. The duck thing had to be Yeah. a Tim Burton thing with a duck. Absolutely. Yeah. I I don't know.
0: I feel like he had a lot. I feel like he probably had a lot of control in 89, and then with this one, he was he he pulled a, a Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. It was like, yeah. I'm just going to get weird with it.
1: Yeah. For better or worse.
0: For worse, I'd say.
1: <laughs> For worse overall. But there were some times where it was definitely better. Not better than 89. But maybe sometimes it was as good. Like, I feel like the Selena Kyle reveal where they both realize each other in the ballroom.
2: Great. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. 89 level. I don't know.
0: I just feel like a 89 in my memory is... Especially with jack nicholson joker you know he was that mobster and then he got fucked over and he's like i'm just gonna fucking kind of fuck everyone else over and wreak havoc and just take control this town needs an enema exactly and batman's like i gotta stop him yeah and in this one everyone's like "Mm, i'm gonna do this but then also this and that's not gonna work so i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and batman's like um knock it off stop it stop it And then they're like, oh, we got to kill Batman, and Batman kind of shows up here and there. There's not a lot of Batman in this movie. Maybe that's my big problem with it.
1: Yeah, I will say, aside from the infanticide, because this feels like an odd thing to say about infanticide, but uh, it feels like the stakes are a lot lower than the first one, which is odd, because usually Batman flips that. Usually the first one's lower stakes than the second one is. I'm saying usually as if I'm not talking about just the Dark Knight. Yeah. (laughs) whatever let's fucking wrap it up with this movie I like it overall but it's definitely not like I would watch it again and I would tell someone they have to see it but it would be one of those things where I'm saying like oh you have to see Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 which we probably rated higher
0: absolutely I did yeah Um,
1: but to be fair that's also because Rob Zombie did what the studio asked with the first one but also did his own thing a little bit and then with the second one he was like fuck all y'all I'm just this is barely a Halloween movie but in a if it ended up being for better kind of I don't know
0: you know what I think it's a case cha- by case basis I'm gonna change my rating oh really I'm gonna give this a solid C there you go because I don't think it's good but I don't think it's a waste of time no
1: no it's and not.
0: I, there's definitely it's a lot of fun I definitely recommend people watch it yeah so I'm gonna give it a C yeah you know what I watched the other day what'd you watch the other day I was gonna bring this up earlier but I forgot to because we talked about JFK for 20 minutes <laughs> I watched Malignant. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. I forgot I told you about this the other day. But it's just great. We both love The Conjuring a lot. Yeah. Um, I think James Wan is a pretty good horror director. I think the first Saw is really, really good. it um, just the- got
1: that Saw stank on him.
0: Oh, it's so stinky.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I still have just a bit of a, like, oh, I can't do the green bathroom look. Yeah, I don't know. There's something too stanky about that. One day I'll get over it. I'm not saying it's like a hard line forever kind of thing, but I'm still warming up to the idea. Of the, I get it. Yeah, this one has a, has
0: a conjuring stink on it. Yeah, and like insidious stink, where it's just that house. You know the house I'm talking
2: yeah. about.
1: It's the house James Wan James Wan likes.
0: Yeah, and it, I, this movie had been ruined for me before I saw it. Like I knew what happened in it, and that almost made it better. Yeah, and it's definitely James Wan just doing kind of like a, like an old straight to VHS just monster movie. Yeah, and it uh, it's great. You watch it like kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, like it might not be what he's doing, but it's one of those situations where I'm watching it and it's kind of cheesy and bad, and in my mind I'm like, I know James Wan can make a good movie so maybe this is on purpose which might be giving it way too much credit and it probably is but watching it through that lens makes it better yeah especially when the third act comes around and it just goes off the rails it's a lot of fun like uh the just the payoff at the end makes the beginning of the movie worth it and i highly recommend it and i know it's probably a movie that we're never going to do for this and I just watched it, like, yesterday. Yeah, so I thought I'd talk about it.
1: I thought I'd talk about how much I am just amused at how long we'll go on about a movie nobody gives a shit about. And then we'll be like, so, The Godfather." Yeah, what's there to say? A plus. <laughs> and then <Yeah>. credits.
0: <laughs> I guess I like this. Yeah, cool. Didn't yeah. You, uh, uh, Pacino's cool. We gotta watch it, too, man.
1: We do, we do. Yeah, yeah. I
0: know you said you have to, you, you, you told your partner that you'd wait for them to watch it. Yeah. Don't tell them. We'll just watch it. Or have them come over and the three of us will watch it. I don't care.
1: The other thing I want to say is you mentioned this movie being ruined for you, the the malignant. Um, Yeah, I'll never forget my sister and I. I know for a fact, growing up with my mom and dad, well, not for a fact because memories don't mean anything. Um, I have a memory of watching it as a family, watching The Sixth Sense and the other that not the other day my god it was like six years ago i was talking to her and i was like uh, oh yeah the other day i was talking to this guy about the sixth sense and like i like just assumed that he had seen it kind of a thing and i i was like oh yeah and then at the end it's like oh i could see dead people and you know bruce willis is a dead person kind of a thing and he was like whoa what bruce willis was dead at the end thing thing?" i was like oh shit i'm so sorry i i, I didn't mean to spoil that for you right middle of me saying that sentence to her she's like whoa bruce willis is dead at the end of that movie and i was like yeah we watched that movie together as kids she's like i don't remember watching that so i did it too for one
0: i think that's like the most spoiled twist of the that's what i'm saying what are the odds that i spoiled two people it's that and darth vader like it's it's wild darth vader being luke's father do you want to just spoil some movies right now big twists that you can spoil fight club they're the same person. Chris, go. <laughs> uh, s- <laughs> Chris hasn't seen a lot of movies. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. The He's actually a panda.
1: Oh, there's that thing where he says like... Uh,
0: he's not the goose's real son.
1: Yesterday's a lesson tomorrow never knows, but today is a gift, that's why they call it the present or something like that?
0: In the village is actually modern times. Uh,
1: uh, Oh god, nothing is coming to mind. Uh... Home is where you make it, Joe (laughs) Dirt.
0: We're probably going to cut it, so just for everybody listening, just so you know, Chris sat there with his eyes closed going, Uh, uh, for not a joke, 60 seconds. (laughs) Anyway, we also watched the thing.
2: Yeah,
1: we did. Mail time. Which one do we watch?
0: Oh, we watched the 1983?
1: 82 version. 82 version. But we've also seen... The Thing from Another Planet or From Outer Space, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. So real quick.
0: Read the letter. Read the letter.
1: The one thing I want to say about it before I read the letter, I've never seen people talk faster and over each other more than in that film.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: They are literally.
0: It's a bad movie. I don't like it.
1: You don't like it? The Thing. 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing. It's a remake of 1951's Christian... How do you say that? Nibbys? Nibbies? Nibbies? Right. The Thing from Another Planet. And they're both based on 1938's John W. Campbell's Who Goes There. Do you have any more information about that? The Who Goes There?
0: Um, he used a, a, a fake name to write it that I don't remember. It's a book, though? It's a novella. It's oh, very well. short.
1: John Carpenter, famous for directing the original Halloween, gets rid of the slow and suspenseful dread of Michael Myers and just starts blowing shit up. A-cutting-off-limbs cementing himself as one of the greatest horror directors of all time. Also, the actors and special effects are cool too, 10 out of 10.
0: I don't think we did an episode on it. We did not. But yeah, a few months ago, we did a, uh, not a few months ago, probably like four months ago, six months ago, 11 months ago. I don't Who even knows? remember. We watched a thing from another planet. <clears throat> and all I remember from it is everybody talks over them each other. Which feels like a nice change of pace for like a, a 30s movie, 50s movie, actually. Um, but also, it just suffers from all the things I like the least about movies from that time period. Yeah. Um, and them setting the thing on fire, mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Because it's the 50s, so there's no special effects, so they're all in a room with all of that fire. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Very striking visual.
0: Yeah. What would you think about it? Um
1: I liked it, uh, I, but it's just one of those things where like I personally, you know, to me it just feels like a, l- I think it's like fucking, I could be absolutely dog shit wrong, but it feels, I will at least say this, it feels like a Howard Hughes movie, um, and it also feels like a Twilight Zone episode, and it just feels like those two things combined. Yeah, I get that. Um, so for me, it, it, it ticked enough boxes for me. It's a much more, like, just, yeah, small-scale, low-budget, just a little sci-fi, like, ooh. And I think they still... Do they do the whole thing where it, like, can look like other things? Or is it no. just bumbling around? It's just I think it's just around. bumbling around, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it looks fine for the time. I like it. Uh, it gets lit on fire. That looks good. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. But to segue that into the thing, I had always wanted to see it first. And I'm actually glad. yeah. Because one of my favorite yeah. things about this
0: movie, so I guarantee is, you're going to say what I was going to say. Yeah,
1: they use that Norwegian team that's already gone yeah. through the thing it, 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 to just be a way of them be like it's like a requil. It's literally a requil, is it not?
0: It's a sequel. It feels like. Yeah, it. basically. Like it, it, it this my favorite. One of my favorite things about this movie. Yeah. Is that. The, it starts with basically the people from the original movie. Yeah. They're not Norwegian, and yeah. the thing doesn't work the same. Yeah. But, yeah, that's great. I think that's such a great, great way to start this movie yeah. is them chasing that dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I just, yeah, I love that it's, like, not a big deal. They don't draw any attention to it. It's just that, like, uh, when they go there, they find the big slab of ice that the alien was, like, frozen in, which is exactly, looks exactly like it did in the other movie. Yeah. They find, like, the footage or whatever it is, or, like, the evidence that they found the spaceship just like they did in the other movie. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, you know, maybe there's some other stuff I'm not thinking of right now, but that's about it. And just when you see those two scenes, you're like, oh, fuck, that's, like, just a neat way to do it. Just that, like, oh, yeah, this is, uh kind of a remake or whatever but also like technically in my little like you know homage brain uh speaking for John Carpenter right now uh it just happened like 10 miles this way and now it's happening again 10 miles over here kind of Yeah that? exactly yeah. it's it so like...
0: it's for some reason it's just genius Yeah to be like wait what if this is the second group of people this yeah. is happening to yeah. it's great i absolutely yeah. love it
1: um, yeah. And it also kind of, like, ups the stakes in a sense, too, because it's like, look what this thing has already done. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, because even though he didn't, like, burn down the whatever, I'm giving it a gender. I don't know what gender this fucking alien is. Uh, but they inadvertently made all of these people go so, like, crazy that they were like, we got to burn this whole thing down so it doesn't yeah. get out. And then it still gets out.
0: Yeah. Apparently... When they, when that one Norwegian guy that survives gets there and starts shooting at the dog, he is saying in Norwegian, that thing is pretending to be a dog. It's not a dog, or yeah. something like that. So if you know Norwegian, it's room for you immediately. Yeah. But you kind of know. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. Neither of us had ever seen this before. I've been hounding you forever yeah. that we should watch it. And a lot you of people want, have. You wanted to watch a thing from another uh, planet first um and i obliged uh i remember falling asleep a lot during that one because i think we watched it very late we did Um, yeah and and just on a whim we watched it a few days ago uh and i'm so glad we did yeah i don't know about you not i'm not going to spoil what i'm going to give it later yeah i blown away by this movie i love it so much yeah yeah who are you uh, I'm a
1: I am like it. Uh, Just a little more lukewarm. There's nothing wrong about it. But I, okay. I I think it was like an expectation thing almost. Like nothing about it was a disappointment. But it just didn't necessarily reach the highs that I thought it would. Okay. So by no means... Like I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to give it probably like a B. Okay. I feel really good about it. I would watch it again. I, mean, I assume like the more that I watch it, I'll probably end up liking it more. But yeah, it's almost like when you watch The Godfather where like the first time I watched yeah, I it, it is just for me to shatter the expectations of everybody in my life telling me for the last like three years like gotta watch the thing gotta watch the thing you know like you know my partner's got a very close friend that that's like their favorite movie which is very odd because that friend all they like to do is like smoke weed and play video games and so like no I disrespect it. but it's just one of those things where it was like damn like in my head at least i was just like that must be a pretty good movie for a guy i don't know why but i just thought that like for it because he talks about it like a lot yeah. like and like he's always talking about how like you know, like, yeah, some of my favorite memories are just, like, late at night, like, one in the morning, like, back when cable was a thing, just being like, oh, fuck, John Carpenter's The Thing is on. I'm going to watch this right now, you know? And I always, like, really thought it was, like, a very nice story. And, like, you know, obviously Will likes it. A very close friend of mine likes it a lot.
0: A very close friend of ours, just kidding. Oh, yeah. not really know Will.
1: Um, And, yeah, obviously John Carpenter's attached to it. So, yeah, I don't know. But it's not bad. It's great. It's actually genuinely great. Um, I love the whole... Uh, i think twist because as we've established i'm pretty sure it doesn't happen in the first movie of the idea that it can mimic people
0: i think that's in the novella though
1: okay i like the uh added tension that it takes it like some time but it's more so tension for like the monster because like the monster doesn't fully to finish it all the time kind of a thing and that's also neat um yeah i love that anytime anyone's acting like behave like w- like wild you're just not sure if it's like, because they are the alien or if they're just, like, paranoid yeah. about, like, you know, like, just people just be running outside to do weird stuff. And you'll be like, is this guy doing a Wyndham Earl or is he, you know, like. I, don't know.
0: I like, I want to watch this. I, I started watching it before we started doing this. Yeah. I get that for. I would right. like to watch it again. Yes. But, yeah, I was doing some reading on it. Apparently, yeah. there are scenes in this where there are characters who are the thing. Yeah. Bef- way before you know that they're the thing. Yeah, but you can tell. But you can tell, like, oh, shit's happening, cool. and they're, like, yeah. looking kind of weird and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there's great performances in this. Obviously, Kurt Russell kills it always. always. Love him as McCready. Um, yeah. I think the, like, this is... One of the things I was expecting them, again, this is just an expectation thing, to hammer home more was like almost like a sense of isolation. It didn't feel that isolated to me. Really? Yeah, it just didn't feel that like claustrophobic, kind of like, oh no, kind of a thing. Like, uh, just that setting middle, does worry. it for me. Yeah. 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 I get that. But um, for some reason, but to be fair, that's also, I don't know.
0: I will say, Thing from Another Planet gave me that just a little bit more. Yeah. Um, that's
1: what I was going to say. was I was like, I feel like the first one gave it to me more, but I... Don't know if I can give it that much of a leg up, but because it yeah. kind
0: of feels like since they go there, the Norwegians feel like next door, you know. Yeah. So it feels like we'll go the other direction, and the Russians will be over there. Yeah. Um. But, I'm sorry, were you done?
1: No, that was all I was gonna say. It was like I, I just I felt like, it, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, what you're saying about the expectation things? Yeah. The expectation thing with a uh, like Godfather and stuff like that. I felt the same way. Uh huh. But like halfway through the movie.
1: Yeah, what started breaking expectations for you? Let's talk about that. Um, like, what were some of the things that surprised you? were like, oh, wow, I didn't really expect this to work as well as it did, you know?
0: The dogs.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, they act really well. You love when dogs act well.
0: <laughs> no, I don't even mean that. Because what's the
1: other dog? Was, it, was there a dog in Batman Returns that acts well? Yeah, he's, like, carrying a bomb or something. And you're like, wow, you literally said, like, we just watched two movies with a really good acting dog. <laughs>
2: yeah, That's right. That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, But the dog in this movie knocks it out of the park. Yeah. We say it all the time. The best actors don't blink. Never see this dog blink once in this movie. (laughs) But, like, just the idea of getting a dog to act is insane to me. Yeah. And the husky in this movie, like, there's just that one long shot where it's walking down the hallway. And it walks a little bit, and it stops, and it looks around. And it keeps walking, and it looks in this room. Fantastic. Nobody's in there. It keeps walking, looks in another room. Nobody's in there. It keeps walking. All just one shot. Yeah. And it's a dog yeah mind-blowing to me yeah um and then it finally looks in the last room and there's somebody in there yeah and then it goes in there and you know that the thing is taking over somebody else yeah fun fact the shadow that you see of that person in the room Uh is nobody in the cast it's just a random guy so you don't know yeah definitively who's in there yeah i think that's great that is great what it meant is when this really started turning for me is when that dog is in the cage with all the other dogs
1: yeah, I do like that. Because
0: I've seen like all the like, the like practical monster effects in this movie I before. I hadn't. That had all been shielded from me. I've seen some of them. Yeah. Um, like the big ones, but they still got me during this. Yeah. But the shit with the dogs, and it's in there, and all the dogs are like kind of backed away from it, and then it starts making noises, and all the dogs start barking at it, and then that one dog is trying to chew away at the fence. Don't know how you get a dog to do that. Yeah. Um and then just, like, the tentacles start flailing out out of it and stuff like that. And all my expectations of the, the movie had been of, like, oh, this is the best movie ever. Yeah. Or, like, one of the best movies ever. It just became a movie that I didn't think it was going to be. Yeah. And then from that point on, I was like, oh, this is going to be a, a, a new movie. Yeah. Everything I've seen about this movie. Like, I feel like the best parts of this movie were parts I hadn't seen. Yeah. Um
1: one thing, one thing I'm thinking about right now is how Shaun of the Dead gives me Thing vibes. Like, when he finally gets back to the pub after just being out there and they're waiting for him, it reminds me of when McCready's, like, all frosty and everybody doesn't trust him. And he's like, I will dynamite y'all if you don't. I don't know why, but it seems like as a, like, because, like, I feel like everybody's waiting to, like, find out, like, did you get bit Shaun kind of a thing? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's got similar energy.
0: It's my favorite line in this movie. Um, When they're waiting for him to come back in and... Uh the rollerblading guy comes in and he goes because they've already figured out that when it changes into you it rips up your clothes and has to put new clothes on yeah and they find McCready's like ripped up like clothes or something like that yeah it's gotta be him and they're waiting at the door and Childs Keith David who I didn't know was Keith David in this movie for a very long time because he's so young he goes he's got the flamethrower he goes if he opens this door I'm gonna I'm gonna blast him and someone goes but what if we're wrong? And it really is him. And Keith David just gets real close to him and goes, then we're wrong. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so good.
1: I will say that's that's a great line. I do like that line. I also like when they're outside and uh, McCready's like, I'm going to go check out my little space driver. But the guy's like, why? And he's like, because that light's on and I didn't leave it on. And that's just something that's like yeah,
2: spooky.
0: So, no, 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 yeah, he, spooky. I think what he says is, because I turned the light on when I left. Yeah. It cuts to the shot of the thing and the light's on. Yeah. So good. Yeah. But i love i don't get it through a lot of the movie because like you're kind of like okay what's going on like you know the thing takes other people and stuff like that and it's like okay whatever but when you get to the point where they're all tied to the chairs and he's testing the blood
2: yeah great scene that's one of my favorites so tense yeah, yeah.
0: because it's twofold because they are like okay, you're going to test the blood and figure out which one of these people are the thing, and you don't know who to trust in this room. Yeah. And that's always kind of the feeling is like, okay, I know one of these is probably going to be the thing. Yeah. And you get that with the blood because you're waiting with bated breath to see if one of the blood samples turns out to be one of the people because Macready goes, oh, it's going to be defensive about it. But also, everybody in that room, even people who aren't the thing in that room go we have no idea if what you're doing is going to work. Yeah. And so you're tense about both of those things at once. Yeah. And I love that. And it makes you just as tense as everybody in that room. Yeah. Um, and for me personally, it's just that point in the movie from then on, I'm just crazy tense because you're like, because obviously it's the big thing about this movie is you don't know who to trust. Yeah. And I didn't really feel that until that scene. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they do the blood thing, and just one guy I had absolutely no suspicions about, the, the pot-smoking guy, ends mm-hmm. up being one of them. It's like, oh, fuck. And then another guy gets caught, it. and oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah, they make the doctor go live in the shed, because he goes crazy and starts smashing stuff up.
0: And then turns out they were right, because he built a UFO underneath.
1: Oh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know did. how, but oh my god. Yeah, and, and yeah, Kurt Russell says something like, handy motherfucker, or something like that. <laughs> oh, he's been busy while we're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you think he got got after they locked him up?
1: However he got got? Yeah. By who also? I don't know, because
0: while before they lock him up, he's smashing everything because he's like, none of us can leave here.
1: Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I think he got got in the shed for some reason. Yeah. I don't think he was. Yeah. That's not the behavior of the... Or maybe it is, because what is he smashing up? Like their way of communicating and stuff like that. Or, well, why would the yeah. alien the alien would want that smashed up, right? Exactly. Or maybe it would, because it's building the ship. It's just trying to get out of there. Maybe I don't know. Oh, huh. I like I said, it's yeah. Given all of this information and all that we're saying, it seems like a movie that you could get more from every time you watch it.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Because all the big stuff, like when people get got, except yeah. for the one balding dude, I guess. You never see anyone get got. Mm-hmm. It always happens. Like, the biggest things of this movie happen off screen. Yeah. Love
1: it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's. I feel like it's also a little bit of a holdover of, like, uh, John Carpenter's subtle touch when it comes to horror.
0: Yeah, and that's my, yeah. that's the thing I love the most about this. is be, Halloween was made for, what, $10,000, $300,000, something like that. And it's so slow and, like, spooky and creepy because it kind of has to be. It has to yeah. be kind of minimalist.
1: Got hit 90 minutes, baby.
0: Got hit 90 minutes. And then this one is just him directing a big studio movie. Yeah. So he just goes balls to the wall. Yeah. But he knows exactly when less is more, you yeah. know? Uh, it's It's, it's, Chris, I love it's definitely voice. a masterwork. I love this movie so much. It's a yeah.
1: master class for sure. Yes. Like I said, I just am not uh as like over the moon about it as I expected to be. Okay. But I, that doesn't reflect how I think the movie is. I think that it's a great movie. I yeah. mean that's
0: perfectly understandable. Yeah. Like you were saying with a guy who's like, Oh, it's the best movie ever made. Yeah. It's like before I saw the Batman someone told me it made them cry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah, like I love them hanging out in that little shack afterwards after everything's been torched, and they're just like, all right, got a bottle of Johnny Walker. Oh, yeah, Let's no, and I love the, end of the, movie, down, the movie
0: so much as they're both sitting there, and they're like, one of us we're could gonna definitely die. be it. Yeah. And we don't know, but we're going to die, so yeah. we're just going to sit here.
1: Yeah, and almost honestly, an even better ending if one of them is the thing, because then it's kind of like humanity and the alien just being like, hey, we're both not getting out of it now. Everything got burnt down.
0: Oh, I think the thing is going to get out of it. you think so? Yeah, it'll probably f- go and freeze itself ah. like it did with the Norwegians,
1: okay. well, yeah. I'm saying in my head, Canon that's what I like to think. One of them is the thing at that point. Yeah, and it's just humanity be- and an alien having a drink and just yeah. dying together that's pro that's absolutely not canonical. There's nothing in the movie to suggest that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm that's me fan fictioning. <laughs>
0: hey, man, it's art. you can interpret it however you want,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, also, uh, also gives me shining vibes just after everything's burning down, just them being outside at night for some reason, that wintry. Yeah. Them being outside reminds me of uh, Shelley Duvall running through the yeah, wintry yeah. for some reason, yeah. I love...
0: Um,
1: I also wow. love the reveal real quick of, like, oh, the helicopter got smashed up. It's like, damn, dude, they're one way out. If yeah. the helicopter hadn't got smashed up, they could go talk to the Russians next door.
0: They could go talk to the Russians next door, but also... Um, Russell very much so it was like no we're not going fucking anywhere
1: uh-huh. yeah also something <laughs> so do you think he smashed up I know because no. he finds the smashed up
0: it was a uh, diabetes man yeah Wolf of Britney smashed up. crazy that's him yeah um what was I just gonna say uh something uh, there's the guy who does all the radio stuff and talks to everybody Windows Windows yeah and I was like that's such a good nickname his name is windows because he's like the view to the outside world and then later in the movie someone goes oh we call him windows because he wears big glasses (laughs) i was like oh no (laughs) i love all the creature shit in this movie yeah Uh, like all the practical effects i'm never really a big fan of practical effects so good in this movie yeah
2: Um,
1: good ones
0: like i said just the dog when it's in the cage with the other dogs and its it face
1: opens up like a venus fly fly tramp.
0: yeah and it's just just like molting and all like the tentacles start whipping out of it i hate it and then uh i mean the biggest one Well before before that just the guy with the big long arms before he can fully transform yeah and they look at him and he just goes oh, or whatever that noise <laughs> yeah. is horrifying yeah. another thing i love about this movie halloween very quiet yeah, and that's what makes it spooky. This one is just overbearing with sound and makes it scary. It's great. They're um,
1: blasting that flamethrower everywhere.
0: Yeah you uh, know that's something I was going to bring up too but I forgot is just fire means nothing by the end of this movie.
1: Well yeah, it's just funny cuz it's like it's uh it's it's like in the original like that's like their big plan is to like get the thing on fire. From the beginning they're just like need the flamethrower.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and place, every time. It's just covered with fire the entire yeah. movie and I'm like that's horrible. That's not a con, it's just it's Yeah. um But yeah, the big I feel like the biggest creature moment and is the guy that they, like, try to defibrillate and his arms go through his chest because it opens up.
1: Oh, yeah, and they... I've seen that before, yeah, where they bite yeah. down on his arms, yeah. That his chest bites the arms.
0: And I and this isn't, like, an original thought. I I read someone else say this not too long ago. But that works so perfectly because the chest opens up and his arms go through just, like, with his own force. And there's no, like... Bum, bum, like music sting or anything that goes with it. It's just scary on its own. Yeah. It scares you because it's horrifying. And then, oh my god, Chris, the head comes off.
1: And rolls around and then it becomes a spider. And then it becomes yeah. a spider?
0: Scariest part of this movie. That's horrifying yeah. and I hate it. All
1: the creature stuff is great.
0: And then another thing that I read that somebody like proposed that I thought was really good. That the thing itself doesn't really have a form and all these like weird spidery things or like gross like whatever like bug kinda things it's making are things from like other planets that it has become and intimidated. That's why like sometimes it's got like a dog head effort to become human and stuff like that. I love that.
2: I that is great.
1: awesome. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah, the chest thing reminded me of a the only nightmare from my childhood that I remember. I remember I was Batman in the dream. And I was fighting cool. the Joker in the back of like a, like a, like a, like a, windowless van.
0: It's kicks ass, I'm so winning already.
1: And it was surrounded by just like a crowd of people just like egging the whole thing on.
0: Like in the van?
1: No, like around the van. How do you know? It Watching it like a, the back doors are open. Okay. I'm back to the chairs, fighting Joker, looking out to that kind of thing in the van for some reason. Wind up, punch him, and just his big laughing mouth all the way down to my elbow and he just keeps laughing while I've got my arm all the way down his mouth and then I woke up because I was like what the
0: fuck that's a bad one that's a bad yeah. dream I'm sorry that happened to you
1: yeah but yeah great movie the thing is
0: the thing is a great movie Yeah, it is a great
1: movie Um, I would say right now the way I'm feeling about it having seen both versions I think I rank them pretty much the same but for vastly different reasons do you want to watch vastly different reasons? The
0: remake remake? Potentially one
1: day, yeah. I also have to watch the remake remake of fucking the Evil Dead just to have done it. I it oh, will good. like lend it to me. I like it. Yeah.
0: Um. I think we've talked about this before, but
1: it is... Oh, it, we also have to do Carrie just for the sake of it. You were telling I'd
0: rather not. No. We can. Okay. Um. But I think the Evil Dead remake is... It feels like a vastly different movie. Yeah. But in spirit... I feel like it's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. It's just gross. And the whole thing you're like, Oh god, but it's not shot for eleven dollars by a film of Mich- by a team of Michigan film students, you know? Um and so in that sense I think it works pretty well. I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. But I'd like to do it sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You have any closing remarks about the thing? Um and wanna gush a little more? I just it have, deserves it.
0: I think it's so good. Yeah. Um, just everything about it, uh, from the performances to the character design, looks good. To like the attention to the, it looks great.
1: Yeah, everything's very cohesive. There's and, no real weak link.
0: Yeah, every every second of this movie matters. Um, to just being able to see, cause we gush about Halloween all the time. Yeah. Seeing John Carpenter be able to make a movie with like a big studio movie with this mm-hmm. budget and just knock it out of the park just as well as I think he did yeah. with Halloween. Um, I just love it. I, this is just like, again, we watched it two days ago. It's just, it's one of my favorite movies now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't, can't stop thinking about it. Uh, the 2011 version, I think would be fun to see it. Um, apparently they did practical effects for it as well and then i think the studio saw it and went nah that looks too 80s and so they covered it all up with uh, computer graphics um
1: see when a studio does that kind of a thing though i i really hope we enter into an era where they just because you already have it laying around like just put it on a streaming or something you don't have to make physical copies just put that version with the yeah but
0: they have to admit that they were wrong (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm saying there needs to be more Snyder cut protests. It's I neat. want the cut of 2011 where they just use the practical shit. You know it exists somewhere. You know more Sonic fucking... the
0: Hedgehog protests.
1: <laughs> I mean, I assume. Let me guess. You're giving an a plus.
0: I'm gonna give John Carpenter's the thing parentheses 1982 I'm an S tier. I'm gonna give it an S. <laughs> it's
1: getting the A plus though. Or do you want me to give it an S?
0: It's getting an S. All right, you I'll know, put it in the S. There you go. No, I'm going to give it an A+. All right, hell yeah. I'm going to have to think about it. I'm going to have to go through our lists. Now that I know. Now that I know something You know it be a little fun S? to do?
1: Not necessarily. Yeah, on the podcast. Look at your grade book. Tell me if there's anything that's uh, that surprises you on the, the Eating okay. Soup Alone.
0: What's our thing? EatingSoupAlone.com? Yeah. Which everyone should go to. Go to EatingSoupAlone.com. Dot com. A lot of fun stuff on there. I.E. our grade book. Head to the list. Did I really give Charlie Brown Christmas an A+. I, I guess,
1: wrote down what you gave I me. I guess
0: so. Man, my list is fucked. Now you think I, so? Now that I look at it, yeah.
1: Really? Why do you yeah. say it? What's What's coming off as fuck you? Just go down the list as you're looking. What's, what's coming across your mind? I
0: mean, my A-plus movies, which is I feel like should be a very selective slot. Charlie Brown clue halloween halloween 3 and lighthouse how do you feel about mine in
1: comparison do you think it's better or akira, worse akira
0: blair witch clue the godfather halloween magnolia chainsaw texas chainsaw massacre that's a great list i'm so <laughs> jealous i would like to. all right let's move
1: down the list what, Oh, would, what, what? I,
0: when you get a chance i'm gonna say move texas chainsaw massacre from an a to an a plus on my list
1: a oh, revision
0: I, i'm gonna do a revision okay and from my A plus list put the lighthouse in S. <laughs> and you know what? I watched Drive today. Put Drive in an S. s I'm I'm tired. I'm tired.
1: We haven't talked about the podcast, it can only be movies we talked about.
0: Okay. I'm tired I'm tired of pretending that movie's not great. That movie is an S, it's a treat and a half, it's so much fun
1: give me more hot takes about your list now uh
0: we have unrated pink flamingos
1: that's because you just decided you did no rating for it i did x
0: okay that's fine uh so let's
1: see yeah let's see Uh, i'm gonna also look at your list real quick i was trying to count yours but uh that's not good content yeah, your A, Akira, Blair Witch, Fargo, Magnolia, Scream, Spider-Man, No Way Front, No uh, Texas, uh, Taxi Driver, Texas Chainsaw, Terminator. Which that's a better A plus bracket than your A plus is. You should probably just swap A plus and A.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah.
1: A minus for Misery, Blue Velvet, Bronson, Carrie, Signs of the Lambs, all in the B plus bracket. That's fair. B, American Psycho, Boogie Nights, Halloween Two, Black Christmas, B minus, Mel Private Idaho, H two, Spider-Man. Uh, the Batman and a last guy.
0: Yeah, okay. Scream Four is in the same. Yeah, I'm gonna say move Scream Four to a C plus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long we should wait until the moves start happening though, because I want to also lay our bed out there.
0: Yeah. Also, I think you should just be set in stone, so you shouldn't let me move any of these. Okay.
1: <laughs> but it is interesting that Hollow Eighteen and the Batman and Seven Suicide Squad Twenty Eighteen. Last action hero, all then Okay, so Exorcist got a straight C. Skinner Darkly in the D plus. Let's see what are your, your least favorite movies. I
0: got Vertigo at D plus. I forgot about that.
1: Which you actually liked more, but you just.
0: I think we're, I think
1: you liked more, but you, I would go with whatever's the last thing you said. And you said, you know what, fuck it, I'm giving it a D plus. Yeah, because I
0: didn't want to be too too agreeable with you. Yeah,
1: well, your F is Halloween four, Halloween six, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Spider Man Three, Scary Movie, Scream Five, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, and Thirteen Ghosts, 2001. What's my F? My F is Scanner Dark.
0: Where did I put a Scanner Darkly? Like a
1: D minus or something or D plus? Yeah, D plus. You give it a D plus. Yeah, okay. I got a Scanner Darkly, Halloween four, Halloween six, Halloween H twenty, Rob Zombies, Halloween Scary Movie, Scream Three, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2022, and Thirteen Ghosts. Not that different. When things are bad, we usually tend to agree.
0: You put scream. You didn't put scream five at an F. I put listen, scream. I gotta, I gotta start listening to, the, to our episodes.
1: <laughs> I put scream five, uh, in, in the D. Yeah, right next to Halloween five, Halloween Kills, Salem's Lot, scream four. Yeah, well, you got very upset about how that movie ended, and your whole thing in that review was that if the jet, the Destination doesn't justify the journey, then it undermines the whole journey, kind of a thing. to so the ending, you were, you were like, I was pretty much on board. I thought it was on par with Screen Four up until they just fucking biffed the whole end. In your opinion, I disagree. That's what is you that, said, though. Is that what I said? That's what you said about Screen Five, yeah.
0: Okay, I gotta, I gotta re-listen to it because in my mind, the first ten minutes, the first thirty minutes are good, and then it biffs it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna save my S rank for a future movie. So right now yeah I don't think any of these are as rank worthy <laughs> The Lighthouse almost
1: so how do you feel about your uh, abilities to grade movies looking at your list overall oh it's awful you think it's awful
0: yeah it's not good I'm I'm just I got, I'm a bad I'm a bad I'm a bad reviewer yeah <laughs> I'm embarrassed by this list
2: oh <laughs> <sighs>
1: That's so odd because I feel pretty all right with mine.
0: Yours just great. Looking at it, yeah, yours is very respectable.
1: But it's also like I'm towing the line. At least you're a wild card.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's more respectable. That's what they call me. They call me the wild card yeah. the podcast. I'm the bad boy. The yeah. Podcast. Vertigo
1: D. You're always wearing hats. I never wear hats. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of a straight man.
0: Yeah. I got all the. I'm clean cut. You got
1: the, mat, the the mustache and the facial hair.
0: I came here today on a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you kind of got more like of a if Jamie was fucked, Silent Bob vibe to you. I don't
0: like that. No, I'm not a big fan of that at all. Um, it's almost it's almost that mattress man. Uh, but I'd like your help with something. Okay. What are we gonna call this one? Because I always I struggle for days at a time. How
1: did you like my uh, Silence of the Lambs Texas Chainsaw Massacre one?
0: I don't think I liked it. No. I don't remember, but... You called it
1: Silent But Deadly.
0: <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. Why? Why would you... Why Why did you call it Silent But Deadly?
1: Because uh, farts? I guess so. It's have play on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: It is. It's exclusively what people... People yeah. call things Silent But Deadly farts. Yeah. So, we got Batman Returns.
1: Yeah.
0: And... The Thing. Legitimately forgot for a second. I was thinking batman's thing returns
1: oh but i can't do fart jokes
0: yeah it's just just jumping off point it's again it's just the first thing i thought of (laughs) yeah and then bat thing returns
1: or bat thing again
0: maybe thing man the return
1: the return of batman and also the thing is there this time
0: (laughs) bat thing (laughs) returns
1: maybe it's, it's a thinker I'm gonna have to think on that some of them are tricky some of
0: them, oh yeah you're telling yeah. me a what scream
1: if... for a darkly came so so easily
0: oh yeah absolutely it was yeah what if we how would we do this we take all the letters and scramble them into something that's funny I feel like that's gonna take days <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you, we could try this independent and see who comes up with a better thing well all right i'm saying that's that mattress man you work on that i'm gonna go grocery shopping
0: batman batman return of the thing
1: i have 37 minutes to grocery shop okay hey yeah in unison this time that's, that's that, that mattress, mattress man. man
0: thanks for letting me do it for once
1: if you need more soup Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...